Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the SaaS Marketing Makeover. I am very excited today to be joined by the head of demand gen, especially on the enterprise side, excuse me, Eric McCall. Um, welcome to the show. Thanks, Derek. Happy and to be cloud. here. <laughs> and cloud. So Let's just put it all together. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, man. Well, I'm excited to chat with you. Um, you know, I've looked at Atlassian over the years and always kind of admired what you all built and how you went about it and just kind of, I think the methodology of a holding company with products underneath. So kind of excited to see your viewpoint um, and to kind of see who's on the wheel today. Yeah, exactly. I know. I was, I kind of like, I saw a sneak peek of last uh, episodes and I'm like, all right, okay, let's see what's going to come up this week. Yeah. I honestly, I have no idea. Like they do something different every week and it's different. Like, guests and i think they kind of I, I think what they do is they design it around you but i'm not sure it's not designed around me because i'm out of the loop so are you ready to see who's on the wheel let's do it all right shaley hit us with the wheel oh yeah these are totally new okay i only know one of these which one that one <laughs> okay <laughs> All right. <laughs> Dodged a bullet. Yeah. Look All at right. you. <laughs> Airtable. Oh. Yes. Let's All get right. into it. As we get into Airtable, what do you like? Okay, so I'm going to share my screen here. I, um, can you see everything here? Yes. Got it. What do you think about positioning like this? I don't know. Airtable's positioning like drives me crazy. I know they're obviously hyper successful. But like the we do anything for anyone and our app is literally any and everything. Like, what do you think about that? Because like Notion's kind of taking that path, Airtable's taking that path. I find it quite perplexing. and I don't quote, totally get it, to be completely honest. Yeah, I feel like um, there's a there's a couple of these kind of it's, I would categorize this as in uh, changing the way you work or uh a lot of that aspect of these of these solutions that have come out, I think that they seem to have really focused on the the connectivity. I think I actually just saw a billboard on a bus that says, uh, you know, break, but the best companies break down silos, you know, like those, yeah. that type of messaging. So I think that they're focusing on that, um, which might be yeah. a business challenge that has come up. But I do agree that like sometimes that initial tagline, if you go back up was too generic, whereas the sub tagline, is much more about uh talks a little bit more about work workflows and teams um well yeah so they're hyper yeah. successful and they're doing well i just can't wrap my brain because like all of my success has historically come from and going to market like creating a like a clear unique singular value proposition and then truly understanding your exact persona and just going really deep and then these new like SaaS products are going so broad. They're like, we are literally anything for anyone. I just don't know how you essentially create gross margin or EBITDA because aren't they constantly competing with every other niche product? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like SaaS companies for the longest time were like stopping a platform, be a product. And now they're all trying to become platforms again. Does that make sense? Yeah. And I mean, that takes a long time. I think that it's a lot easier to first, I mean, the way that Lasting did it is they first went as a product and then built up a suite of products, had really, really strict, uh, you know, 
idea of what that initial product was for as developers and engineers. And then slowly now is building that platform and really connecting all the pieces. I don't actually know the history of Airtable if they started with one product uh, and then went, went horizontal. But um, I think the biggest thing right now in this kind of workspace um, idea, especially with kind of the, the work from home and everything like that is, is that they're trying to capitalize on the fact that it's not for just one business team anymore. It's not just for developers or engineers to work together. It's like the whole company has to work together, the marketing team, the sales team, you know, every channel has to work together. And so maybe in some ways that could be confusing if you're trying to land at Airtable for the first time, you're like, uh, wait, what? <laughs> well, yeah, because like what yeah. I see is like, what yeah. do you do about your Google and your Microsoft? At the end of the day, we're all running on Google or Microsoft and they all do everything Airtable does. Yeah, Microsoft Teams uh, and Google, is it Google One? Workplace, like their Drive, yeah. their Docs, their Sheet. Yeah. Because these are all competitors to, though, to this. So when we're looking at their marketing, like, look at this. This is now competing with Figma, right? Like, you see what I'm saying? Or, like, yeah. they just kind of keep trying to eat up everybody together. And I guess my question for you is, how would you market a product that is, like, literally, like, Jira, get, uh, like, they try to be literally everything. How do you position it? so that someone could buy it. That's where I get lost in marketing these. I don't actually have, I don't think any customer, I don't have any customer who has this. So I don't like, what do you think the best way is to market something that's for anything and everything? I mean, the best, the best thing is to get them in the product. I think that's the, the benefit though, to some of these tools is because yeah. it's so broad, it might be, you, you maybe don't want to spend too much time trying to explain every single thing about what it does uh, on the website. And usually with these kind of product led, uh, SaaS yeah. companies is they make it really easy for you to sign up. There's not a credit card required. It says sign up for free. They're clearly trying to kind of get you into that funnel and have it kind of show your show it to you while you're in it. And I think uh, there's probably a lot of emphasis on that kind of growth marketing role and that like onboarding experience, I imagine. Yep. Um, yep. So, I mean, there, there's that aspect of, but yeah, I think that the marketer's goal is to probably break down some of those value props and at least just try to, get people to start in trials as much as possible um, and see where that funnel goes. Yeah. One of the things I've seen these types of companies do exceptionally well, because I love that perspective, Eric, I've seen them do exceptionally well at using essentially their product as its own user generated content, organizing that in templates and resources. So like, let me see if they have that here. Yes. Yeah, so like inspiration. And mm -hmm. then using this as essentially like a jobs to be done, JTBD. Yeah like essentially acquisition channel for SEO since you have frankly like probably a pretty crummy initial CAC that you have to satisfy to hit your LTV CAC ratio because I would imagine it's pretty hard to get someone from using a content calendar to roll it out so that the whole company is running on Airtable. To me, I would probably use paid social and focus here on enterprise so that I could get a champion because I feel like I need to get the organization as many seats as possible and thus as many departments. So I need a pretty compelling champion for this product to scale throughout the company. Yeah. I love that idea about the, um, the different use cases or like that, that sort of inspiration. I think there are companies that are doing this, like you mentioned Google and Microsoft, but it is big. You have to admit it's a big market. It's a big problem to solve. I mean, almost yeah. every company has to work together and keep track of a, of a quarter, keep track of milestones that you have to do. And so I think, um, 
you're right. Maybe bring hooking them in with, like you said, like that. Uh, I think the initial goal was like a, a calendar, a calendar view, or uh, mm-hmm. or things like that. For example, at um, I'll show you that again. Seems like at Atlassian, I would say that Trello is probably our our most user friendly uh, product. That's it's drag and drop. I think I even taught my mom how to use it when we were trying to move some things. Oh, you know? I'm so it's like on Trello, bro. You're like everything yeah. that's on it isn't right. So. Yeah, it's like, you know, I think, and I like these, these template ideas too. Um, especially if, yeah, so they have a call to action to use the template. Pops and then, right see, it's all the product like growth function that's scaled via user generated content. Yeah. Like imagine you're trying to come up with a uh, marketing calendar for your team and you're like, you're using Google spreadsheets or you're yeah. using a word doc and you're saying, ah, there's gotta be like a template out there somewhere. And you capitalize on that keyword with SEO and paid search, you bring them right into a, a call to action where it's not trying to confuse you with what everything Airtable can do, but it's saying, hey, like use this template, like see if you like this product. It's free, man. Let's look at you into it. Um, no, I think that's yeah. killer. I mean, you can see, I love that the product's alive in here and you can see it. You can experience. It does feel like Trello, which is kind of interesting to think about. Uh, and many, like when this expansion, this totally reminds me, does this remind you of the top part of the Trello card? Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Um, there might be some people uh, <laughs> that have uh, taken some inspiration, but hey, it's all good. Uh, well, yeah, but I kind of like that they have the product integrated to the marketing. I guess for all of it, it comes down to money, right? So let's take a look at price. Yeah, let's see how Because that's where my brain is stuck. It's not that Airtable isn't a dope product or that's not cool. It's that I would – it's hard to justify Airtable if I'm running my company on Microsoft or Google because all, all the features that I run it on with G Suite or Microsoft Cloud or whatever that's called because I don't run Microsoft, it's all included. So I don't pay mm-hmm. extra for any of those things. And so that's why I find this interesting. In other words, I would have to pay a $10 on top. See, I pay for Notion because they offer me a wiki – which I don't get with Google or Microsoft, but they just copied them. I don't know if you saw that the other day. So I just find it very interesting, these kind of like productivity suites, let's call them, because of how I'd have to compete for their essentially $10 per seat, the same as G Suite. So now I'm paying 20. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, I think that if you are searching for that type of solution, especially if I think maybe what it comes down to is, are you not getting the visibility into your, team or into your workflow that you need, then perhaps the G suite that you have isn't really quite connecting all the dots or zooming, zooming out enough um, for everybody to work together on. Um, But yeah, there is going to be a challenge of, there's just a lot of competitors that you're going to have to be better than them at. Um, I don't know about the, that's the only thing. That's the only reason I find these interesting because you don't pay for it. In other words, you're getting all these services for free from other software providers. That's why I find these companies just puzzling in my brain because I'm like a finance guy. And so I'm always trying to figure out, okay, how would I design my go-to-market finances? And because I know how I can crush it with like, you know, designers or individual contributors within a team. I know how mm-hmm. I can get like the marketing manager at Expedia to sign up. What I don't know how to do is how do I get the VP of marketing at Expedia to pay for it? Yeah, I mean, well, there you could do, uh, I mean, there's the bottoms up or the, the top down approach. Probably bottoms up would be easiest. I think that's kind of yeah. where Elastin's had their strategic success is, yeah. um, you know, I, a lot of these companies use just that you, you've offered a product that's for free and 
I think that happens where you kind of get into this, like the shadow IT problem for these companies where um, the smaller teams or individual contributors are signing up for free or buying new services right. on their own credit card. And all of a sudden there's like a hundred or 200 users that are on this product and the CTO or this, the, the VP yep. of marketing doesn't really realize it's like, wait, hold on. Like, is there a plan here? Or is there a like, and then <laughs> that may, I think that's probably where the value prop comes in is saying, Hey, there's already some users that are, that are using X product or Y product. We actually have a whole suite that can kind of connect all of the docs. Like let's talk about, your workflow how fast are you guys able to uh turn around products are you guys hitting roadblocks with um deadlines and like is there miscommunication but yeah i mean i i think that there's there's definitely those challenges but yeah let's see what these plans look like well and i love what you just said there right so we're we we have one of the largest let's just say devops a couple of the largest devops companies in the world as customers mm-hmm and one of the things we've done I, that I, now I have an idea for this finally. I've been trying to get like, okay, what would I really do? And I feel like I finally have an idea because you could use their technographic profile of their ideal customer persona and then realize, okay, all of our best customers are using these three tools and we're able to get them to consolidate. And then I could start to build out like this go-to-market function using the tech profile plus their firmographics. And I could essentially identify my top 20,000 accounts and like go after those based off of essentially the integrations or technology they already have in place. And I think that could actually be pretty effective in this space where I could nail my messaging, my value prop and really navigate how these companies can consolidate into Airtable. And I think that's a compelling pitch. So just a side note. No, I like that. I think the integrations and the consolidation are like, those would be two two nice yep. keywords to kind of play off of a riff off of in your copy and, yep. um, and probably talk about like efficiencies that you're getting from that. I yep. think the yeah, average client they, with these three software saves X amount when they sign up for Airtable, Right. Yeah. And think about how, um, like if we go back to like your wiki example, like, yeah, wikis are great. There's a lot of wiki technology I and mean, you can technically still use Google docs for free as your wiki technology, but then, you know, how is that organized? And like, does that integrate? Let's say there's a, uh, there is a Jira ticket or something you want to link to the, like, does Google, does, like, how, how does that look versus maybe what these yeah. products have natively, which make it really simple to drag and drop uh, or connect to a Figma file um, in real yeah. time. So, you know, I think organizationally, uh, they might, they might talk about that and efficiencies there. I like that. The organizational efficiency too. See, now we're getting it. I'm just like, I, I just won't feel like I got to almost like talk this out. I love this because it's not as easy as like, jira and that's something against jira it's just like it, it is what it is and then when you want a new thing you all kind of just buy it you don't turn jira into it you see what i'm saying yeah and like I, I i don't yeah. know if Airtable does Airtable have a suite of products or is, I, I didn't actually realize uh yes yeah, so products, the products yeah. they like they i don't know if they do like they kind of do so you can see their apps see how oh, here like they app? go. yeah so it's like this marketplace where these are their own apps it's a really different business model so yeah mm-hmm. i think did did they buy sendgrid wow buy airtable i didn't did know they, that they bought let's, SendGrid. is that true i don't know because uh, i'm gonna look at that yeah once you become like your own dsp uh email tool no twilio Acquire, yeah. I was like, what the hell? I thought Twilio. Did. Okay, yeah. So no, Twilio acquired them. 
but they must have like a premium integration because these aren't all even apps by Airtable. That's weird, man. I see. They're like this. Yeah, see this? Like they're this crazy like platform of platform. That's what I'm trying to say, man. It's not like the most simplest value prop in the world. I would see. I like. I think that this view right here would would overwhelm me. Um, yeah, I definitely As wouldn't. A marketer, I wouldn't really send anybody to this page, or like, yeah, this wouldn't really be a useful. Unless you're trying to, I think this would only be. This would probably be like an impressive, an impressive pitch of like, we got it all. Don't worry. Like we we're connected. Um, but yeah, I mean, something like that would be hard for people to grasp because we're all in our own function, like. You know, maybe you I as a really CEO, have any yeah. of the apps I want, yeah. though, man. That's what's no. like concerning, right? Because let's say I was selling to the VP marketing. What's the first question I go? Hey, does it integrate with Salesforce? Nope. Okay, well, what about my Marketo instance? Nope. You see what I'm saying? It's like a weird value prop to, like, most people who take the word everything they they like 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 a let's say. Um, but they all focus on integrations essentially when mm -hmm. they take this route, but these guys aren't even supporting all their best, biggest integrations. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. If you look at their most popular templates, it seems to be, I mean, right there, content calendar, product roadmap, inventory tracking and marketing campaign. So pretty like pretty marketing product marketing, I would say um, led. Yeah. Then, then more of a, um, a demand gen, you know, sales product, given those interactions. I think it's more about how do you plan, how are you planning your campaigns out? Yeah, it's more of like a, it's more of like a hub almost, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like it's more of a, like a campaign planning hub because you can, this is where you organize your team. So maybe your team would live, essentially, I, I feel like they're almost competing with like, let's say an Asana, more or less, to a certain extent. But yeah. With more I mean flexibility. Yeah, they're competing with a lot. Um, I mean, Elastian, Asana, um, yeah. Microsoft. Uh, what was that one? There was this one. Uh, they do have it. This is their sync. Oh, it's different than apps. So this is their sync feature. Oh, you know who else? It's 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 also against uh, Click ClickUp. ClickUp. Yep, a thousand percent ClickUp. I've actually done theirs, and that's where that's what I'm like. Why have I seen it? And then uh, like Notion to a certain extent. Too. Yeah, and Notion because it's ClickUp's is one one app to replace them all, which again is like it's a consolidation play. It's a it's yep. a aggregate play. But to your point, it's there needs to be enough missing, I think, in your day to day workflow or your day to day workspace to to like to justify that. Um, you know, it just depends where where your pain points are, and also probably how. I know that's why I have all the tools they sync with, and I just haven't been like, "Wow, you know what I need to pull in all the data from the other platforms." So, how yeah. would you position them? Because I don't know. I would argue the biggest problem with Airtable and why you and I kind of are almost going in a circle as we're learning more is because they don't really. I don't. I think they're going in a circle, so they're putting us in a circle, in the sense that they aren't saying we exist for this explicit reason. So how, as we kind of now think of moving into kind of like recommendations, we've kind of seen a lot of it. Yeah. How I, would I, you think about growing Airtable as let's say they're, you know, CMO? Well, yeah, I think, I mean, it probably varies on your two goals. You probably have acquisition, um, which is probably on the more SMB 
mid-sized companies of trying to drive new trials and trying to get people new growth, you know, new trials of people um, and then converting them into paid plans. And then you also have a motion that's those existing customers and trying to get them to move up to those different tiers. Um, perhaps you could look at in-product usage. So, okay, well, they're mostly using, it sounds like they're only using our marketing calendar template and they're not really taking advantage of these other tools that we have let's go and figure out why let's do, let's actually use like a sales motion or a demand gen motion to, to like highlight the actual use cases that they can do. Since they're already in your product, it's probably going to be an easy cross a little easy revenue stream there. And then the third, maybe third one is probably your enterprise motion. Um, and that's actually where you're going to go up against, you know, taking down uh, business away from Microsoft or Google or trying to say that, you know, our enterprise grade, scalability, security, those types of things are going to go um, hand in hand with how your team does business. Yeah. Um, so that's probably like the three main ones. So within those buckets, you probably have um, different product marketing teams and demand gen teams that have those those KPIs. And I guess if you're trying to go after SMB or like acquisition targets to get new customers, I think you and I have kind of gone through this experience right now because uh, I've heard of Airtable. I've never actually explored it in this depth before. So, yeah. you know, we're a little confused. So I think that's something that they could probably take away. Their performance marketing team is probably going to be creating really specific solution-based landing pages and just trying to get them. Again, I think once they get into that product, ideally, they're seeing that value prop. And there's probably a lot of emphasis there of saying, let's try to like, let's try to get them in there. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, I think I think the channels that, I would probably set up if I was the CMO is um, just yeah. continuing to focus on like, I think we mentioned paid social, we paid SEO landing pages, paid search, really anything around like people are having that pain point of, of like, yeah, measuring that team. This is a good one right here. And like, yeah. you could probably like glean a lot of keywords that they're doing here. No, I can't be curious. Yeah. Yeah. My thought, Eric is, uh, this is the best thing I've seen from them. Hands down. This is the best thing I've seen. It's not the best design. I'm going to be honest, but it's not bad design. I just think this header is a little weird. I think that the actual body is pretty good. Like this is cool. And I think this is really cool. I might just change this header up um, if I were them and maybe bring a video, maybe go two column um, and have the video just play. I think what I, I'm noticing is this is their value prop actually right here. Cause it's the first time it lets me truly imagine a pain point I have and how Airtable solves it for me. And they only have one of them. So if I was CMO, I think the first thing I would do is I would run a regression analysis on all the use cases of our product. And I would connect essentially which use cases have the highest statistical significance, the greatest T stat to essentially um, X amount of seats. So if someone is using us for this reason, they are exponentially more likely to reach this minimum threshold of seats in their account. And then I would essentially highlight those better on the homepage. And I would force people maybe a little better into those use cases. Because I could also see just the Airtable graveyard of people who signed up for free but didn't add users because I don't know how easy it is to get to a use case. And I wish they had a lot more use cases. I think I would build this out like crazy right here. Cause I think this is their biggest value prop. Yeah. I, I like that page a lot. And I like that. That was a good, um, a good methodology there. I know I was surprised that there's only one 
there's only one use case in that drop down. That was it's their best content. It's the best yeah. marketing I've seen. Less chaos, more creativity. And I'm like, you know what? Damn, like this is a great way to like this is a better content pipeline thing than I've seen. It has approval and requests built in. It's got the integrations across your data sources. It can do your campaigns, which is actually kind of mm-hmm. nice if you can actually launch campaigns, which looks like it does. Let your data do the work for you. You can look at your team output and impact. This is actually really cool. And now I'm like, you know what? I actually might want Airtable for my content ops. I haven't felt that way at any other part of the website until just now. I like that. Um, yeah, I was just trying to like, I was trying to do a quick little SEO audit, see what they, I mean, if you look at that page, like I think it just, is it just more their tagline as their, as their main uh, title tag? Let me see. I, don't well, think just they... says, I think it just says less chaos, more creativity. Yeah, they're just running less chaos, more creativity at the title tag level, and then they don't have a H. No, they haven't really done the right SEO because yeah, they could essentially put a little like H1 and then make this H2, and then they could do this uh, content uh, marketing calendar software, and then you could kind of position yourself more like that for sure. Yeah, I think I just find it funny because they, they, I mean, they, they, they're listing under solutions, and then they're listing under marketing ops. But then there's or content content operations. But then there's like nothing about content operations. Or I was thinking about. Um, I imagine that they're trying to like they're they're really trying to capitalize on this marketing campaign tracking. Well, they actually don't like, have yeah. very good organic traffic too. If you filter yeah. out their branding, right? It's filtered out air, and now what you'll find is they're not actually, frankly, ranking that well for a lot of things. But no, it's project tracker. Here's a great one. So let's see. Like, see, this is a good job to be done. I think I would really hone in on this job to be done use case solution mm-hmm. type stuff. Let's see how this thing is. Yeah, see, this thing kind of stinks as a landing page. The font's too small. See what I mean? Like, I would yeah. optimize like crazy from where my acquisition's coming from and then start to really improve that story. You know what I mean? Yeah, they had like they're they're definitely on to something to create those templates and get people into the product and to like capitalize all around a certain keyword and a certain traffic or a pain problem that people are having, such as that that yep. uh, which one are you looking at again? The marketing campaign? Or well, no, I'm the, looking uh, at kind of like these the project tracker. Yeah, turning the revenue content calendar template and project yeah. tracker project but tracking notice, project tracker. It's not above the fold, right? Yeah. Like little stuff like that. Yeah, I think that's another audit they could do is see what see what pages there are bringing in all that all that new traffic and then figure out oh like let's try to optimize that page now that we've actually got that um, historically you know indexed and gotten gotten a lot of traffic there. So um, there's probably yeah. more they could do there, but I think that that they should just create more of these types of pages. Oh, a thousand percent, and then they yeah. need to increase their font here. I just increased their font for them, so now all of a sudden I can read it. Like little things like this yeah. is huge for their performance. Absolutely. Um, yeah, we talked a little bit about, about their SEO. We talked a little bit about kind of like that, that content layout. Um, what was yeah. else I was, I was just definitely thinking about a few other things, but, um, I think just going back to their value prop, I mean, everybody wants to work faster and, and better. I think they've, they've kind of integrated a lot of those nice words into their product, but, um, I think, I think that's kind of a good balance. Like, I wonder what your approach is in terms of like your, your go-to-market or your creative of like, you know, we, we often try to think about that balance of talking about the product versus talking about the value prop, you know, usually at the top of the funnel, we're talking about more of that like solution oriented kind of um, 
more lofty, lofty types of goals instead of saying like, you can drag and drop this exact, you know, product and it will integrate with 10,000 apps. And it's like, you know, when, when do you talk about what, um, for which I think Here's the way I like to think about it. And I'll kind of show you how I'm trying to do this for myself. Cause I try to use myself as kind of research and development, um, along these lines. So a couple thoughts I have that have worked well for us, um, resources, so I wanted, you know, how resources for everybody else is kind of informational intent, but it's hard to get people from reading your resources to wanting your product. Mm -hmm. So what I wanted to do is kind of treat this as almost use cases so we can help you. And then it's like, okay, maximize SQLs. But in these areas, I want to come a marketing agency. I need to shock someone a little bit and stand out. But I want to really focus on the copy, right? Gated assets and MQLs are relics of a bygone era. For SaaS companies, this middle of the funnel is the dead zone and does not drive ROI. These, this is a real contradictory opinion. It's a value prop. It's a belief. And then we start to walk through what is it we believe in versus what everyone else believes in. And so we're trying to essentially differentiate and attack. So it's a very offensive style of articulating, okay, here's what we do for paid media. We maximize SQLs from advertising eliminate wasteful ad spending and then we're going to use social proof and then we're going to drive awareness to essentially the services within the service and then we're going to start to differentiate once again and speak towards it so and we're going to use, like i just think it's a different approach than what i'm seeing and what they're actually doing here right less chaos more creativity i think this is really good they just might want to have some more social proof like a quote from a content leader here some logos of who's using them for it. I, I, I don't think that they maybe have the best copywriting or kind of understanding of how they tell their value. Cause I think that's the best page and everything else is still, we do everything, but it feels like that can kind of come across as we don't do anything that great. And I think that's what you want to be careful of. Yeah. I imagine that homepage is a, uh... I bet that's a battleground at Airtable. Honestly, it's a uh, it's tough when you have a product like that that that's really doing everything, and there's so many use cases, and there's probably um, a lot of teams that want to use or feel like they probably want to direct that land that homepage to their their solution. Um, that's always a hard one to change or get buy in from. Where really it comes down to that CMO, I think, to have that authority because there's too many other products, probably product marketers that have those opinions. I think another way to get around it um, is uh, this idea of like dynamic personalization. And I don't know if you've been working and playing around with that a little bit with your clients, but um, yeah. I always find that to be a little bit of a nice, a nice way or a compromise to say, Hey, we actually feel like this page should be talking about this instead. Uh, or especially if we're driving, let's say you're, you're driving all your paid search or your display advertising to the homepage. If, if that is the, the case, you're probably not. But if that is the case, why don't you just serve up a different version of your homepage or serve up a different type of CTA? Um, and that way it kind of makes everybody happy because maybe you're only pulling away 5% of the traffic or less than 10% of traffic. So you're not, you're not going to get caught up with the brand or things like that. Um, I love so we, that take there. Yeah. We use Mutiny for that. And then you have the Clearbit integration. Mm -hmm. And so then you can actually get fully enriched data uh, and then do personalization at scale with enrichment. So that yeah. you can almost import their data to become your first party data and then get you that scale. And it's super affordable. So I've been a massive fan of mutiny. Um, nice. They've done, they've done good work for us. And I mean, 
We do that like on our uh, – like one of the best ways to do it is on your checkout page, like that sign up. Like mm-hmm. Airtable could use Mutiny to say, directive, we can't wait to get your whole team onboarded and have that sign up page to start hinting at the action you want your user to take. Because I just think copy is a gap for Airtable. I think if they really did the hard, deep work of understanding which actions drive X amount of users, like, because at the end of the day, I got to imagine it's about, that's their game, right? How do we get someone who's a product-led growth to use our product and then get to X amount of users? And so I want to know what actions more likely result in X amount of users signing up than not. Because it's more, to me, it's about activating the account than acquiring more accounts if I'm Airtable. And so yeah. I want to do personalization and stuff like that to start activating them. Yeah, I mean, you hit the nail on the head. I think right, right from the, the, the bat, I think it's it's all about getting them into the product. And this product works best if other people are using it. I mean, that's the only exactly. way they're going to succeed. It's not a solo, it's not a solo product. Uh, it doesn't help. Mm-hmm. You know, if I'm looking for my own project management tool, I don't need to go to Airtable. I could probably, you know, there's a ton of lists and things like that. I mean, yeah. Trello is like your own little personal um, tracker there. But I think it's it's all about that activation aspect of it. So I think um, I do agree there's probably some copy there that they could improve on. I think that it's about creating that like that one use case, looking at yep. the data of what product actually retains or, or attracts most people to, to our to our service. What's our land? Like what's our bread and butter land product that we just know people like to use. And then let's yeah. just try to go horizontal from there, um, yeah. expand out. So, um, yeah, I think that's, that's the way to go. I just, uh, uh I have to admit, I just signed up for their air table, uh, free trial and yeah. onboarding experience pretty good so far. Yeah. I don't know how, uh, Atlassian will feel about me signing up for air table, but, um, Hey, you're doing okay. competitive research, baby. It's, it's all, all part of the job. It's all okay? good. <laughs> hey, Eric, thank you so much for being on the show. If anyone wants to follow along with your journey and kind of what you're building, uh, what's the best way for them to do that? Hey, just uh, reach out to me on LinkedIn. You can find me, Eric McCall. Um, and yeah, keep track of what Elastin's doing across uh, our demand gen space and lead gen space. So yeah, reach out with any questions. Honestly, it's been so fun to just kind of go through a new exercise like this. So I really appreciate you guys having me on board. Of course, man. Well, this has been amazing. And then if you want to chat with me or Eric, even directly too, you can always join society, a totally free Slack group. So really appreciate everybody and uh, have a great week. Thanks y'all.